It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. When the red, red robin comes bump, bump, bumping along, along, there'll be no more sobbing when he starts robbing his home. clean sheet to boot is this the turning point for the addicts or another false dawn welcome to charlton live Hello, good evening and welcome to Charlton Live on your Sunday evening. My name is Louis Mendez. On this week's pod, of course, we'll be looking back at that fine 2-0 win over Rochdale yesterday up at Spotland. So joining me to do that on the show, first up, uh, Mr. Benji Cloak. How are you doing, Ben? Yes, Louis. Jolly yeah. good. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yourself? Back, yeah, not bad. Back on the booze for the first time this, this year, I hear. Yeah, did a bit of dry January and then... Uh... Yeah, thought I'd wait till the weekend, settle down, watch Charlton beat Rochdale, and then I thought, yeah, I'll have a couple today as well as yeah, it's snowing. Right. Combining dry January with our form in January as well, not not good, not a good idea. And uh, also joining us on the pod is Mark Newby. How do you, Mark? I think dry January is what our defence was doing, wasn't it? So yeah, the, no, no, dry, no clean sheets or anything. <laughs> yeah, well, they've picked up a few now, haven't they? So they've, uh, they've come out yeah. the right side of it. How are you, Mark? Did you I'm, enjoy I'm yesterday? Go- um, I did. I was I was very chuffed with that because the way it was going to go, you're thinking, is it going to be another four four? The way we were leaking, the way they were scoring, 
So I was I was pleased for all round actually. So yeah, imagine Benji's leaking quite a lot now. He's back on the on the source. But anyway, yeah, no, it was uh, it wasn't. I don't think it was quite the game we were expecting. Really, was it the uh, uh, the, the the golf fest we saw at the Valley last month compared to yesterday? A much more disciplined display from us and we look good going forward probably could have scored a few more goals so in a few moments time we'll hear the highlights of that game we're also uh, here of course on the manager uh, Lebo uh, uh, we're going to hear from Dejosha Larger as well one of the goal scorers got his first goal for the Addicts uh, yesterday uh, we're also going to hear from you guys as well plenty of tweets and emails have come in to studio at charltonlive.co.uk so uh, excellent stuff uh, from the Addicts Ben before we hear the highlights um, yeah I mean I, I, I asked Bo himself but I think perfect away performance is one of those really wasn't it yeah I'd, I'd echo the words that Bowie used afterwards as well it was uh back to basics wasn't it it was a solid performance that first half performance was a perfect performance one that we dominated one that we had a lot of chances from and we were clinical for once I think recent weeks we've had those chances and we've come close but no, we our dominant showed, and as you said at the start of the show, we were we weren't kind of expecting that kind of game. We were expecting it to be a lot end to end, like it was at a valley. But that's credit to Lee Bowyer's side yesterday. We were very organised. We uh, stopped the threat of uh, Quado Bar. We uh, stopped the threat of uh, Humphreys as well, because he caused us a lot of problems. That midfield were tight, but it was a very professional performance where, as we have seen in recent away performances of Bristol and MK, everyone worked their socks off. But when we got up that final end of the pitch, we uh, really showed that we we were ready for it. And we were a different kind of a team now with, with having those chances, but we're taking them as well. And we were unlucky with a couple more where Chuck's hit the post, uh, Jaden hit the bar. And yeah, I was, I was pleased. And I, I know in the second half we were expecting them to come out, which they did, but still felt quite comfortable. So, yeah, relatively positive now. Yeah, certainly. But obviously, Mark, and it's something I alluded to at the start of the show, I mean, this is the first win in in a couple of games. What we haven't been doing recently is stringing back-to-back wins. So this is two in three, you know, three in ten or something like that. It's now about putting, putting together these results and going back on another run like we saw earlier on in the campaign. Yeah, it has been sort of like win, draw, lose, win, draw, lose in a bit of a run, which if you look at over a period of 10 games, isn't great. Um, I think I agree with everyone saying we've got to put a run together. And I think the difference was yesterday, um, purely I think some of it comes down to the physicality of the side. Perrington, you know, obviously taller than Marston, Pierce coming back in, Prattley in the middle. Now we've got Stockley up front alongside Chucks. You know, we've got some we've got some meat on the bone there, and uh, I think it helps sometimes. You know, in, in games where you've got to be physical more than skillful. We've you know we've tried being skillful and we've been beaten, so putting ourselves around, and you know, hopefully we can build up on it again Saturday against Gillingham. Excellent stuff. Right then, let's have a listen to the highlights of the game yesterday on Valley Pass Live. You've probably already heard the goals going in as I'm speaking, though, because it wasn't quite in sync, was it? Uh, your, your commentators were, of course, Greg Stubbley and Terry Smith. Back out to Perrington. Here comes. Finds Miller. Miller, again, looking to take his man on. Cuts inside. Edge of the penalty area. A little touch to Anike. Trying to turn. And he's found a corner in the net. Chucks Anike with the opening goal for the Addicts. 
minutes. Seven minutes gone in the game. Charlton take the lead. Yes, yeah, really nicely worked from Charlton on his left-hand side. Perrington finding Miller. Nice driving run, and, and EK just held his man up. Lovely turn, and it's a cute little finish past the goalkeeper. And Charlton start this game well, getting the early goal within, as you say, tell nearly for seven minutes. Send it long, looking for Stockley. Edge of the penalty area, gets his head there as well. And EK, can he bring it down? He can. Turns and shoots again, but takes a deflection. And EK chasing it himself. We'll get get to the ball and find Miller. Miller back to. Forster Kasky will turn and find Miller again. A little bit of space for Miller. Cuts back on on his right into the penalty area. Thought about a shot. Will do now. Takes a shot off the crossbar. And it took a deflection. Charlton will have a corner. to take. Charlton have got Prattley, Pierce, and EK Stockley, Forster Kasky, and Oshelaja all in the penalty area. Shinny takes. Decent looking delivery. Stockley gets ahead. Oh. It's a save. Comes down to Forster Kasky. Backwards to Prattley. Back in the box. Pierce heads on. Oshelaja! Yes. Come on. Makes it two for the Addicts. Deji Oshelaja converting after his initial header from Jaden Stockley came off the bar. Comes back towards Jason Pierce. Touched it on. And Deji Oshelaja managed to convert for the Addicts. Well, I mean, the keeper, Bazuna, did superbly well to, uh, to claw out Stockley's first header. But then Forster Kasky retrieved it. Virtually on the line on the left-hand side of the post. Gets it back across and then the ball in. Touch from Pierce. Oshelaja on hand just to guide it in. He didn't have to hit it hard. He just had to guide it into the back of the net. And Charlton with the 2 nil left-hand side towards Anike. McLaughlin jumps well, but Pierce will collect for Charlton on the halfway line. Ball up to Anike. Lays it off for Miller. Miller immediately on the run. Forward towards Anike. It's a nice little ball. Anike in the penalty. Gets it back onto his right foot. Shoots. Takes a deflection oh. and off the post. And Rochdale can clear. Charlton very nearly making it free. And now slightly heavy touch. Oh. It's gone past McLaughlin. And Miller inside the Ch Rochdale penalty area onto his right foot. Going inside. Hey, Charlton trying Ooh. to appeal for a penalty. Nothing given. Oh, oh. Miller did. That'll be worth looking at again. Certainly contact on Liam Miller. It's just whether he collided with the Rochdale player rather than Rochdale player collided with Miller. Certainly one for the boys in the studio to discuss. As, as Forster Kasky inside to Shinny. He's picked up a big good bit of space. Goes for goal. Oh, it's safe by Fazunu. Comes down. Can Anike get there? He can. Anike looking for options oh. in the pounds here and he's cleared away by Rathbone. Only as far as Prattley gets another Charlton chance. Roberts brings it forward and there is the half time whistle as it's been. Near enough, a perfect first 45 minutes for Lee's Bowie's men. Going to the break with a two-goal advantage. Inside to Miller, and Rhodes it superbly, that challenge, and then gets the ball inside to Nike in the penalty area. Will he take a shot? He does take a oh. shot, tipped round the post by the keeper. Must be a corner, and it is. Oh, he's given a goal kick. Yeah, I thought the goalkeeper got a flick on it from our... Great tackle by Purrington. Can Stockdale get on the end of that? No, he can't, but Prattley can pick it up for Charlton. Picks out Anike, who's on a run now towards the penalty area. Ball into the box, looking for Miller. Can he get there? Oh, first touch. Almost took it into Bazunu, who made oh, the save. Charlton goal kick. It's one of the rare occasions when Charlton for the sleep. Well, that is Doesn't the matter. final whistle. No added time for the sub. Charlton... Superb performance from start to finish. There we go. Good to hear a relatively comfortable win uh, back again. Um, and and I've, what, what, what pleased you most out of yesterday, Ben? Were we talking about how good we look going forward? And especially in that first half, we could have easily had four, maybe five. We, we could have done a Rochdale uh, at the Valley. But, uh, you know, and... Um, or do you look at the fact that we didn't really look like conceding goals, which hasn't often been the case over the last few weeks? Bit of both. Uh, I'd I'd say it was nice to see players that we know can play better 
in recent weeks they've made the mistakes and it's been disappointing to see. And you kind of, you look at Twitter or Charlton Live after a, after a game and you kind of see the complaints coming in from fans and you feel for Boya I have in recent weeks because the, he's, he's changed his philosophy in the way that we have gone more attacking. We've not put... Watson and Prattley in that midfield together. We've we've gone more attacking with our team and it's just those little mistakes that have been letting us down. I think Tuesday night we had a couple of mistakes which led to goals, not picking players up or giving the ball away. Whereas yesterday felt like a complete performance where you had the likes of Jason Pierce digging in deep, setting up that goal, which was a great header. Uh, ben Purrington coming in. He's had his critics. But he come in and put in a real solid performance against a side that are well. I think they were second, third in the league for scoring goals, and we've we as I said earlier, we nullified that threat. So that was positive. But as Mark mentioned earlier, I was really happy with Jaden Stockley. I think he adds that strength. He adds that bit of grit to us that we're a little bit nasty at times because we get stuck in and we've got a man who. I think Benji Nurek brought out that he won 18 headers yesterday, was it? Something like that. It's sticking up front. We're not like pinging it up there and it's coming back. And and again, someone like Liam Miller, I, I really like him. He just brick getting the ball, taking upfield for us, taking the ball away, uh, letting the defenders breathe for a bit. But uh, as I say, I think more of a complete performance, but the way we're making chances, but also being comfortable at the back and, and just wiping out those errors, that, that was really pleasing to see. Yeah, certainly was. Um, off to the perfect start, of course, Mark. Um, it's funny, I mean, I, I did see everyone moaning because, as I mentioned, the commentary was slightly ahead. Um, so everyone knew the goal was going in about two seconds before it did. I found out 30 seconds before it did on my stream because I was doing the working from home again. And the studio went, right, we're coming to you for the goal, Louis. And I was like... What goal? <laughs> so, and the ball was in midfield at the time. So I thought, I honestly thought we'd conceded it straight away. But then I saw us going through, so that was good. But I mean, it was excellent work from from Chucks, and uh, he's really excelled himself this season, hasn't he? Oh, I think undoubtedly he's been probably like one of the standout players we've got. Um, it did get a bit of luck because as he's turned and hit it, it's caught the guy on the ankle. Whether that spun it in, don't care. You know, it was he holds the ball well. I mean, like I say, his physicality is second to none. You don't see him being pushed over, um, or if you do, it'd only be the once. And uh, yeah, Miller's ball to him was was really threaded through because there were so many bodies around him. You know, when he's turned and hit it, you're thinking, well, it's going to bounce off somebody. And then when you see it nestling in the back, and no, I think they they combined well, um, Stockley and uh, Chucks. I think they. They, everyone thought, could they play together or were they going to be too similar? I, th I think the fact that Stockley is so good in the air and then, you know, let, letting Miller open his legs and run, I think, you know, we, we, it was almost like a back to basics. You know, we did the basics well and I think we know when we do that, we're going to be successful nine times out of ten. Mm, yeah, certainly, certainly um, it feels that way that if we, I mean, I've said it quite a lot this this season, the games where we tighten up at the back, 
Um, we we always have the quality to go down the other end, and it, I, it was amazing. I hadn't really, I hadn't even noticed it until Gary Nelson pointed it out yesterday. But all of our away wins in the league this season uh, have been when we've kept clean sheets. Um, so it shows it shows that winning formula. So it's so easy for us. You, you keep them out at one end, we're more than likely going to win down the other end because we have got that attack that attacking quality. The likes of you know Liam Miller. Um, you know, he's come in and excelled, same as Chuck says all season. Uh, Stockley, as you've mentioned, has added something else to us. Um, the, the second goal came from a set piece, something again, I think we're becoming a little bit better at attacking because we've got Jaden Stockley. You know, he won the uh, original header. Um, well, well saved by the goalkeeper onto the crossbar, but we recycled it and Jason Pierce did so well to get it back into the middle. Uh, and there's Deji Osolaju, who's capped off uh, an interesting few weeks, hasn't he? With, you know, he's played eight games in a row now from, from the start. Um, Done, done well. I think, I think, I do think he's still had a, a couple of rickets in there, but he's, you know, I think, I think it's fair to say he's done enough to hold down his place over the last few weeks. Yeah, definitely. I've been really impressed with him. As you said, there has been a couple of mistakes in there, but I think he makes it up overall by his willingness to just dive in, late blocks coming in from himself, and you can see the pure determination from himself to really hold down that spot and and yeah it was it was a good goal great cross in uh very similar to our goal against Portsmouth really um well sorry the build-up was with the cross in Stockley getting a great head to the ball keeper making a save onto the bar but we recycled it really well and Prattley took his time placed the ball in there was it was a bit of a bad ball to be fair but well done to Jason Pierce he really thrusted his neck round that and uh, headed it back in and Deji was at the right place to kind of guide it into the net. So, yeah, it's positive for a player who I think's probably overall in our last five, six games when he's been playing, he's probably been one of the most standout players because where we have won at Milton Keynes, where we have Bristol Rovers, I think he's done really well. And and at a time where Lee Bowyer was playing players out of his... out of position to play in his position so it might have knocked him down a bit he's responded in a in the right way and I think Boyer said he's he'd been knocking on his door saying look what do I have to do to get in and uh there you go he's he's putting in those kind of performances uh, helping us win the game but yeah it was a good goal and and as we said earlier Jaden Stockley is bringing that to our team he's uh making us a threat at corners but Again, he's bringing that pressure away from the defence by holding the ball up. And he those partnerships will build with him or Ronnie or Chucks. Uh, they will keep building and Liam Miller will build that relationship with him as well by working out ways to cross it in at the right time. I saw him getting a little bit frustrated yesterday with the balls he was getting in and stuff. But again, another positive step forward and it shows that that January window was positive for us in the end as well. Mm, yeah, it certainly was. I mean, someone else who needed that clean sheet yesterday very much so, I think, was Jason Pierce. You know, obviously, we, we, we've spoken a lot about some, some mistakes he's made uh, over the last few weeks, and he had a, a few games out of the side. And, you know, the, I think people were a bit surprised to see him back in, you know, when you, when you look at the replies to the team news that came out yesterday. But, you know, he, he put in the sort of display that, well, we hope he's still got more of those sort of left in him, and and you know performances like yesterday, Mark won't 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 harm his chances at all. No, um, look, I've been one of the strongest critics of Pierce. I'd said I didn't think he'd come back after the summer fully fit, and I think we suffered from that. And obviously, 
you know, he wasn't playing anyway because we had Innes and Famo. And now with Famo fit or getting fitter, you know, it's whether he's going to be the one who drops who drops out. So, you know, it's for kind of captain's performance we needed from him. But we've needed it from him, you know, when, when he was playing, you know, we needed it from a bit earlier. So, I mean, one swallow doesn't make a summer. And, you know, you have a good game. You have a good game, which is great. You know, and it's hard to be critical after, like, let's say, a clean sheet and his work for the second goal. Um, I'm not going to be sort of like saying, right, that's it. You know, he's undroppable now because of, of purely what how this season has gone. Um, it's, it's going to be harsh and there's going to be plenty of Pierce fans who are probably going to be giving me pelters for it. Um would I rather have a centre half there than a right back playing centre centre back? Yes, I would. But you know he's he's got to be doing it every week, and hopefully now there's more competition at the back. He he knows now he's got to be on top of his game because there is someone who can can step in, and I think that's good good all round. I mean it's great to get a clean sheet, and I'm I'm pleased. I'm not doing cartwheels just yet, but you know we, we'll see how it goes. But like I said, I was one of the strongest critics, so I think you have to be proved wrong over a few games as opposed to yeah. have one good one good game. Yeah, well, I look forward to seeing you try and do cartwheels, Mark. Considering you once you once like got cramped just sitting down in the studio, but um, we're, yeah, yeah, let, more, let more, more than really... more than once. I think. I, yeah. think, but I used to blame blame Nathan for that because it was only when yeah. I was on with him. Uh, too, too much excitement when you sat next to Nathan. No, he couple... kept touching me under the desk, so that's yeah, I, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, there's, there's a couple of um, penalty shouts, Ben. I guess they don't really matter as much now that we've come away with two nils here. But one on one on Miller, which having seen back actually today, I'm not so sure. But there's one on Forsakaski. That to me, I, I don't see why it wasn't a penalty. He was just sort of coming away, trying to get to the ball, and a defender just jumped all over him. Yeah, I must admit, I thought the Miller one was more of a penalty because. He was running in at speed and he'd done a few of their blokes and it's just, as he just cut inside, I mean, look, you see him giving, you see him don't, but I think I texted uh, one of my mates at the time and I said, oh, that's a blatant penalty. And he replied back to me, do you know what? I think if the game's nil-nil, that's a penalty. But because we were two nil up at the time, I think the ref gave him a bit of leniency towards it. But yeah, the Jake one as well, that's one that um, Harry Kane gets a few times, isn't he? He puts his... Uh, well, stands his ground kind of thing and the defender comes over the top of him. But again, I think because we were leading at the time, the refs kind of give him a bit of leniency towards that. But yeah, I think it, it was a good good performance where we are creating these chances to get these penalty decisions. I mean, look at Tuesday night. We were losing at the time and Portsmouth had had quite a few chances to double their lead. Uh, and then we had that penalty decision at that we thought we should have got with Watson, whereas we didn't have to, at the end of the game, Boyer come out and go, oh, do you know what? We should have had a penalty there because uh, that would have brought us back into the game. We weren't doing that. We, we didn't have to rely on Boyer coming out afterwards and, and use that as kind of an excuse why we didn't win because we took our chances and we were dominant throughout. So it was one of those things we look back on now and go, oh, we could have got an extra goal there. So that's why I wanted to see more. I don't want to see us at the end of the game going, this or that could have happened. We make our game through what we do on the pitch rather than the decisions that kind of don't matter in the long run. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the, you know, I think you mentioned already, Mark, but one of the decisions that 
that uh, Lee Bowyer made yesterday that, that caused a bit of, uh, of of chat was obviously Ben Perrington back in the side. And I, I feel like a lot of people were, were quite pleased, really, with how Ben did. You know, Ian Martson, I, I, de- I, I definitely think that Martson's got a lot to offer going forward, certainly. But I think there's probably a school of thought that we tighten up a little bit when Perrington comes in at left back. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a strange one, really, with Perrington, because he he so divides the fans. If you look at any of the media, um, it's such a 50-50. People love him and say, look what he brings. So people go, oh, you know, he doesn't excite me kind of thing, and he's, you know, he made mistakes. Yeah, last season he wasn't great, but we said this. When we signed him, we said we were signing a 7 out of 10 every game player, and, of course, that dropped down to 5s and 6s, and it was noticeable. And I think with Martson, I think you've got to look at the fact that he is 18, he is inexperienced, and people look at him, look at his stature, and thinking we can target, you know, crosses. Perrington's got a bit more height about him, a bit more experience. And I used the word a couple of weeks ago and said regimented, and I think that's what the back four was yesterday. And I think Perrington can stick to that easier as part of his job than Martson's can. I think whether Martson gets a bit excited. You know, and because he is quick and can get into positions, but I think with Perrington, I think you have stability, which is the same as having Gunter or Matthews on the other side. You're thinking, okay, you might not be, you know, exciting me, but you know, he turns up, he he'll, he'll get your goals as well. He'll get, a, he'll, he'll chip in a season with a couple. So I, I'm I'm on the I'm a Perrington in kind of person. But it, it doesn't upset me if Marson comes in, but I think Marson, you can then swap, put him on the left left midfield, as it were, because he, he's sharp. So I'm I'm happy to see Perrin Devere. I hope Lee doesn't change it back for Saturday. I, I really do. I'm thinking if you can keep the back five for two games running, I think that sends a message of stability. You know, we get another clean sheet. We build on that. And then you've got a player to come in if Perrington is injured or... You know, for any other reason, gives him options. So mm, yeah, it's that it's that consistency of selection that we, that we haven't had for various reasons uh, throughout the, uh, the the season, and, and a lot of people have been calling. It. I mean, finally, just before we hear from Bo, uh, Ben, obviously uh, only a brief cameo, but debut for Dying Desh J C Me. Uh, yeah, I mean, he's he's a signing that's really excited me, and it was, it was only a brief debut, but Bo was quite pleased with what he saw yesterday. Yeah, it looked lively, didn't he? I was impressed with him. I thought really quick feet, jinxing in between the defenders. Quite like that, obviously. Uh, he's just come off the bench with tiring defenders, so that's an option we could use. You kind of look at him as well uh, in relation to what Madison and Johnny Williams bring us as well. Because uh, same kind of position, one we maybe bring on from the bench and what can they do. So be interesting to see if he can do it from the start of the game where... Maybe the others haven't done that, but uh, yeah, look positive. And uh, I wonder whether, as we you just mentioned there, about changing anything for the game against Gillingham. I wonder whether against Gillingham being at home, maybe he'll start with Miller on one wing and try to see me on the other. That that will look exciting. But first things with seeing him, yeah, look look good and definitely took the pressure away from our goal by. Uh, winning a couple free kicks, I think he did, and just bringing the play away. And uh, a positive sub from Bayer again. we got to look at different things that are happening. And before there were defensive subs made, but that was a positive sub, and it, and it works in our favour. 
excellent stuff. That's another shot for everyone uh, playing the Channel Live drinking game. Right, let's hear from the Addicts boss, uh, Lee Bayer. I spoke to him after the game via Zoom yesterday and asked him if he thought that that was the perfect away performance. Yeah, yeah. I think from start to finish, we was, we was good. Um, we, we done the basics well. Um, when you come to places like this, difficult conditions, really windy, rainy. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, clean sheet. I thought the, the lads that, that came back into the side, I thought they was they done really well. So um, Ben, obviously, and, and Piercy at the back, I think we looked solid all day. Uh, four lads in front of them worked hard, and and so yeah, I think um, start to finish, I thought we were very good. So a lot was made before the game of how free scoring Rochdale are the third highest in the division. So the, the clean sheet, perhaps the most pleasing aspect of that for you today. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we put a few things right that went wrong when we played them at home. Uh, we carried on from the second half performance, and, and uh, I thought we was very good. They scored four goals uh, at home in the first half that they probably won't score goals on it again. You know, like that's just the way things were were going for us at that time. But, but the most important thing is now is that we've, we've got the three points and, and, and we move on. And you mentioned on, on Valley Pass, but they, they, they struggled to deal with Chooks in, in the first game and uh, he was uh, a real handful today, wasn't he? And deserved the goal we got early on. Yeah, it was un, unlucky not to get more, obviously. Uh he, I think he hit the post as well, didn't he? He hit the post as well. So, um, yeah, he caused some problems. Chucks is a very good player, very good player. And with that physical side to his game as well, I wouldn't want to play against him. And nice for Deji as well, his first goal for the club. And, you know, he's, he's had a few games back in the side now and he's, he seems to be growing into his role as a, as a first-teamer once again. Yeah, I think he defended well. Um, taking the goal aside, obviously that's not what he's paid to do. He's, he's paid to defend, and, and, and I thought uh, he done that well today. Um, him and him and Piercy, I think they looked solid. So yeah, I'm pleased for Dejudo you know, because he's been working hard. He's been working hard, and he's been knocking on my door for a long time. Saying, "What do I need to do to get in?" And at the moment, he's got this opportunity, and, and he's grabbing it. So um, I'm really pleased for him. Obviously, now I guess the important thing is to to go and back this result up within the following games. You know, we've seen a handful of victories over the last few weeks that haven't really been built upon, um, and and now really is the time to to put together a run if you want to make sure you can get into those upper echelons of the table by the end of the season. Yeah, I think I said that earlier in the week that now it's come to that point where we we have to go on a run. Um, we have to go on a big run. Do I believe that the, the players are capable of doing that? Yes. Uh, I think I've got a good group now, good, honest group. Um, so, yeah, uh, I believe, and I said to them yesterday that you, you, they've got to believe in themselves. So it's all right, me believing in them, but they've got to believe in themselves. And, and um, today, I think, I think you, you, they showed that they are starting to believe a little bit. So, it's a long, long way to go. A lot of games to play. A lot of points to play for. So. But most important thing is we've got the win today. And uh, something to build on. 
it's nice to see Jai Samey come on as well for his for his debut first few minutes obviously um, what, what, what did you make of him? Uh, I think we see little glimpses of what he's capable of and what he's going to bring to us uh, he's that unpredictable one isn't he? he's just he, but he got crosses in as well so uh, slid a nice ball to Prattley uh, so yeah you see good, good glimpses and he worked worked out of possession as well worked hard for the team so yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's a good addition for sure. Just finding Ian Martson wasn't in the squad today. Is, is he picked up an, a knock? No, no. No, he's, he's not picked up a knock. But again, Ian's 18 years old and he's played near on every minute of every game. So sometimes we've just got to look after him. Um, ben played really well on, uh, on um, MK. Did he deserve to come out? Probably not. Uh, but Ian was now fresh. So, um, like I've said before, I think I've, I've got very good options in the full-back position. Like at the end there, we were able to take Gunter off because he was on the yellow, but Adam Matthews on. So, um, I'm, I'm very fortunate. And, and, and likewise, on the left, I've got Ben Perrin, who is, is a good, good solid uh, left-back. So, um, so, yeah, that's, that's why. Cheers, Lee. Well done today. Yes, thank you. Benji, anything from you? Yeah, just, just a couple from me. So, obviously, Lee, again today, we saw Chuck Sanike and how important he is to the team. We saw his impact throughout the game, not just his goal. You spoke about it a little bit in January that you said the club was looking to look at his contract situation after the window was over. Is that now becoming sort of a more urgent thing for the club to look at? That's something that we will now... Um start to do it's only a couple of, it's only a couple of days ago Benji like gives a little bit of time and we, uh, we'll get on to that but yeah we're, it's something that we're obviously thinking about so uh, obviously we'll have to speak to, 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 to uh, the owner and, and see where we go from there yeah, that, that makes sense. Give you a few days to relax in the transfer business. Um, I wanted to ask about Andrew Shinney. He, he played today sort of the same kind of role he played against MK Dons, where he has been sort of more of a wide right midfielder as opposed to his more natural center midfield position. Has that been something you've been working on in training? Is that something that you think he, I mean, obviously he is excelling at it at the moment, but I um, wanted to ask you about that. Uh, yeah, because uh, Shinny is, is a good player and, and good players adapt. Uh, the one thing he does from playing off, off that side, I've played that position myself. So he's clever enough to play that position and know where to get into certain areas to receive the ball. Um, I thought he played well. I thought he done well today. Um, so, yeah, good players can adapt, Benji. And, and Shinny's one of them. Yeah, that, that's absolutely true. And as you said, we, we saw today, we saw him adapting. Chuck Stanika and Jaden Stockley have obviously spoken about it before in, the, in, this, in this press conference, but how much better, I guess, do you think they can get as a duo? Because today already we saw them linking up well and they've only been playing together for a week, 10 days, whatever it is. Where, where do you think they can go as a partnership? Um... I think it would be difficult when you play Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday. I don't know if physically whether they would be able to do that. Uh, but 
We've got this Saturday, 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 so now they've got time to recover, especially Chucks. He needs his recovery now. Um, but as a pairing, I think they're, they're a handful and, and they're difficult to, to, to play against. So it's, a, it's another armour. It's another part of our armour that we have. So uh, there's going to be games when it's not going to be so pretty and, and, and you can use them and, and, uh, and they cause problems. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. again and Gunter doing exactly that almost gets the ball off the loose doesn't know where it is Williams picks it up and AK in the box can he touch it the swords he can he yes first goal for the Onyx and it's a stormer what a finish from the new boy Charlton live Right, welcome back to Charlton Live on your Sunday evening. Just heard there from the Addicts boss, Lee Boyer, after yesterday's 2-0 win up at Spotland against uh, Rochdale. Um, yeah, pleased uh, with it, Mark. And obviously, I mean, we, we've asked a question now earlier, but I mean, it, it's so important that he he, 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 they, he gets his team to go on a run from here. You know, we're, we're, we're in an okay position in the table as it is, but that's if you don't take into account games in hand that everyone else has. You know, there's... Uh, it was Accrington who have four games in hand on us and are only two points behind us. Sunderland have two games in hand on us, two points behind us. Um, Ipswich are only four points behind us with three games in hand. You know, there's plenty of sides below us, Oxford as well, who are, you know, waiting, waiting just to to try and get their games played and then see how far above us they can go. Really, so it's important that we we start to back it up because we're we're sort of in a bit of a forced position at the moment and we need the results to make sure we've got a chance of sneaking into that top six. Yeah, I mean, the option is, what would you rather have, the points on the board or the games in hand? I think I'd rather have the points on the board because with the games coming thick and fast for a lot of these teams, they're going to have to, but at the moment, we I think it's all, we're going to be on three Saturdays in a row before we get another Tuesday. You know, they're going to be going Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, and they, they might have to end up trying to catch up because if the snow puts some games off this week, which is more 
likely to do because there's some midweek games. They, they could find themselves sort of like Saturday, Tuesday, Friday, Sunday kind of thing. And, you know, there's no guarantee with anything with them getting those points. I'd rather have the points on the board because I think if you're looking at it chasing, you're saying, right, you know, are they going to drop points? Are we going to win? If they got also probably, I've not looked at any of their fixtures, they're probably going to have to play some of each other. So, and if you listen to some of their fans, Ipswich aren't happy with the way they're playing at the moment. Um, Sunderland, I think, always flattered to deceive. You know, if, if, if we get them in the playoffs again, happy days. Um, so I'd rather have the points, to be quite honest. So I'm not too worried. I know you say it's, you know, it's a false position because of the games we've played, yet we haven't taken advantage of when we were behind. But I think that came down to the um, injuries that we were carrying at the time and the, the losses which we picked up. So I'd rather be where we are with the points we've got and just say, look, let's worry about ourselves first. Let's get three points next week and let the teams below us thinking, oh, you know, they're now six points ahead of us. Okay, we've got those two games, but we've now got to win those. The pressure goes on all the teams who've got the games in hand, Um, not on us. We just carry on doing what we're doing. Lovely stuff. Right, let's have a look at some of the emails and the tweets that have come in. Uh, First one's from Adam Biggs, says, Hi, uh, Charlton Live. Uh, uh, I want all the players to come back from training and to play home games and start to win and get three points back on the table for Lee Bo. Yeah, that's from Adam. Cheers for that, Adam. Yeah, we certainly need to turn our home form around. I think our away form's not too bad, actually, but I agree with Adam. Uh, we need to put more points on the table uh, at home. Right, McSquared says, Hi, guys. Excellent away win. Uh, and for me, the best performance of the season. Everyone was on their game right from the off, and we dominated from start to finish. We were superior in all areas of the pitch and never really looked like we were going to concede. Our attacking play was great, but what was particularly impressive in light of recent weeks was our defending. Uh, it's a great sign that Miller wasn't our best player on the day, even though he had a great game himself. And Nikkei and Stockley were a handful up front all match, and Forster Kasky and Prattley were superb in midfield. We could and should have won by a far bigger mark. Margin, but who cares? We are now back in the top six, and on today's showing, looking every bit a top six side, and we aren't at full strength yet. If Fit, Miller, Anike, Stockley, Prattley, and Forster Kasky, though, should start every week. Um, now, all we need is for a few results to go our way in midweek, and we'll be well and truly back on track. Particularly pleasing was that Pierce seemed to be back to his best today. The Valley Pass coverage was top draw again, too. Uh, it was great to see yet another Charlton legend and Gary Nelson alongside Curbs. Uh, now, let's back this up by Bill and Gillingham uh, next week. Yeah, it was good to have Nelson, uh, Ben. I, I was, because I was working and sort of only half listening to the bits that he was on, but I, I listened at the end. Uh, and he sounded very good. I mean, it's amazing how many good guests they have actually played for our club, and they uh, seem to be picking them up really well. Yeah, they all seem so professional, don't they? I know with Scott Minto, he's obviously had the uh, training by working with Sky for so many years, but even Kerbs, I know he's done a lot on TV, but I haven't seen him on TV that recently. It's great to have him on, and for me as... As a kid growing up, I think Gary Nelson had just come into the end of his time playing with us when I started watching Charlton in 93, 94. But um, great hearing the old stories. I know he's got a couple of books as well, which I've read before. And um, yeah, a real hero for people that it makes everyone tune in, doesn't it? A bit earlier, a lot of people who watched him throughout their career. And he was a great striker for us, wasn't he? And just hearing those stories and... I love it, just hearing Curbs say we and Scott Minto saying we and us. And it's good to hear. It's such a real professional um, production that they've put together. It's definitely been well worth the £10. And, and John Robinson was great the other day. He was obviously one of my heroes growing up. So 
oh, I can't wait to see who, I, who they have on next. Yeah, it's uh, been an excellent service, even with the, the slight technical uh, issues yesterday. Right, Phil says, hi, guys. Good to see a flat four in midfield again yesterday. As I said last week, we always look better in that formation. We never look like letting anyone uh, break through the middle. Um, Prattley and Jake Forstakowski in the middle, and one of them is always available to receive a pass. Let's hope we keep that formation against Gillingham as they will be physical. And if we are all over the place in midfield, we will get punished. No doubt that Evans, uh, the most obnoxious man in football, will get his seventh yellow card of the season, as I'm sure his target is to get more cards than any other manager coach. Uh, although he's probably beaten all the records already. Look out for lots of long punts up the field as that is his only tactic. Miller and DJ could have a field day as long as they don't get hammered. Uh, it should be interesting to see them play after a full week of training together. Yeah, I mean, that 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 we have said this before. We did have a run of, of a few Saturdays with no Tuesdays, I think not too long before Christmas. Um, but now that they will have again this time on the training field, it will... Might, might be a bit snowy down at Sparrows Lane tomorrow, but some time to sort of bond and and, and talk tactics and uh, understanding. Um, that 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 could hopefully mean a chance to become a little bit more organised again for us, Mark. Uh, yeah, it will. Can I just say, in talking about Gary Nelson, as well as being a top player, gives a very good shoulder massage. Anyway, um, no. Once they've had a, only want to know how you found out. <laughs> You were sat next to me when he gave it oh, to yeah, me. Oh, yeah, that was at the dinner, wasn't it? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> Didn't even know Yeah, him. very weird. Anyway, no, a week together. Yeah, it's it's been interesting, like you say, because due to the weather this week, how much they managed to get done um, outside and uh, whether it'll just be basic stuff because they, they won't be doing anything full pelt because of the no don't give an injury to somebody. And it'll be interesting to see... Well, uh, do I think he's he would start with two wingers? I I don't. I think if you look at what Shinny gives us, um, I think the idea with DJ is that almost like the same thing when you have Chucks on the bench. You wait till you're coming up against a tiring defence. So after sixty minutes, then you put them on and say, right, you've got half an hour to absolutely go at their defence, and that, and it puts them on the back foot. I think if you're a tiring defender. And you see him coming on. I think your heart's going to drop because he's he's well, he took us to pieces twice. So I think if he can do that for us and put crosses in, and we know we've got people who can score with their head. Um, I think he, he's a he's a scary player to have on a bench. I think he's a great player to have on a bench because I think if you can unleash him, if say Miller's not getting the joy, then swap them or whatever. But it's it's I I like Shinny and I I think you can't really split Jake and um, Prattley up at the moment because I think for the jobs they they do in the team. Um, so will he, will he start him? I, I unlikely. Is he a great bullet to have in your gun to bring out after sixty minutes? Yeah, fantastic. And it wouldn't surprise me if he did that. Put him on and he scored or set a goal up. You know so. Because I think it'd be harsh to drop anyone from that midfield of a moment because no one's done particularly badly apart from Watson. Um, so I don't, I don't think he's going to. I don't think he's going to start. No. Mm, well, it's, it'd be very interesting to see, like we say, how tempted Bowyer is to keep uh, the, the squad, you know, and make as few changes as possible for Gillingham next week when they've had this week's rest in between. We well, should, I, should actually mention before we go any further. Uh, Charlton Athletic women's team off the bottom of the table today. Fantastic 2-2 draw uh, with Liverpool at Hayes Lane. Liverpool, I mean, Liverpool are a fair few points. They're 10 points behind the leaders, but they are still one of the bigger clubs in uh, in, in the women's championship. 
uh, and Charlton had the lead early on um, and then uh, went 2-1 down in the last, like twice, two goals in the last 10 minutes. But luckily, Charlie Clifford from the penalty spot in the closing stages secures an excellent point, gets Charlton outside of the relegation zone ahead now uh, of Coventry on goal difference. So big, big result for Ratish and his side there. Uh, excellently uh, played uh, against Liverpool. Right, Steve McLennan says, Hooray, a good day at the office. And I don't mean Bo's uh, after match in the taxi office. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, very funny watching him on the on, on the post match on Valley Pass with his headset on. Um, a really good performance, maybe the best of the season. We started on the front foot, and there was more pace in our play than normal, combined with winning almost every second ball. This is the blueprint for us to use going forward. Chucks and Deji were both great uh, as well as their goals, but there were a couple of unsung heroes for me. JFC was excellent again, leading the press and passing the ball. My player of the year so far. Uh, but also Ben Perrington, he makes us more solid and was superb one-on-one. Maybe it's time to rotate the left-backs. Martson, when we need to attack the weaker teams and Perrington to defend against the better teams. On paper, it's now or never for the fabled long run. Uh, we need to continue this form uh, and win the next five and be well-placed for a tough April. Come on, you Reds. Uh, that's from Steve McLennan. Cheers for that, Steve. Agree with that. Uh, very interesting to see how Martson gets on uh, in, in competition with uh, Purrington now next few weeks. Right, Craig says, uh, what a great away day performance. Got the early goal and controlled the game for the full 90. Kept Barr in check. Special mention for Purrington was a solid left back. Deji was man of the match uh, and the top two were superb. Many more like this, please, Charlton. Uh, although our annual banana skin next week against Gillingham up the mighty red. Yeah, that's Craig. Uh, yeah, I hate facing Gillingham. They, some, sometimes they just get... We've done all right at home against them a couple of times, but... They, they often seem to be able to rest the result of us. Right, uh, hi to Jonathan West from the Upbeats as well. I uh, hope you're well, Jonathan. I hope you're enjoying your, your watching the Addicts at the moment. Uh, Mike Harrington just, just sends in excellent stuff. Enough said. Yeah, cheers, Mike. Uh, it certainly was. That's why I say it all the time. Although I do say it a lot even when we're not playing very well. So who knows? Right, um, we've still got some tweets to come to, but I think we should hear from Deji Oshalaja. He scored the Addicts' second goal uh, yesterday. His first goal for the club. He's played eight games in a row now, having had to be patient uh, waiting for his uh, his turn in the side and he's nailed down a place now he spoke to uh, Scott Minto after the game yesterday on Value Pass Live and Scott asked Edgy if he was pleased with the display yeah man definitely you know I think um, we've been hard done by the last couple of weeks you know but to obviously get a goal and also keep the clean sheet which is the most important I'm um, obviously buzzing about that right now what's more important for you you can be honest no one's watching a clean sheet or you scoring no, it's definitely the clean sheet, you know, because I feel like um, we've got players that will score goals and obviously right now we haven't been keeping as many as we like to. Obviously, to get another one now, that's obviously going to build momentum and hopefully we can build on that going to Saturday now. I knew you'd say that. A, a true defender would say that. Look, it was a very different performance to Tuesday, albeit different class of, of opposition. But what do you put the difference down to? Um, I think obviously after the Portsmouth game, we sat down and, and we're disappointed with the way we applied ourselves in terms of our second balls, in terms of our fight, you know. Obviously, we know we're very good players and obviously we feel like we just went away from the second ball fight. So obviously today we made sure that we know actually are good passing side, so we've made it that we'll get in their faces. And obviously we might not be able to play as pretty as we'd like to, but it was one of the ones where the second ball would be important and I feel like we dominated. Yeah, brilliant with the ball and brilliant without. And for you personally as well, it's already been an up and down season, but you're more than happy with your form right now? Yeah, you know, um, obviously I felt, I felt obviously before I got injured I was doing well and then um, so obviously I had a... I had a difficult injury, and obviously I was out for a while, but I started to be patient. So I'll come back and I feel like I'm performing well. And listen, my job is always to keep clean sheets and help the team win, you know, so I can continue doing that. I've been more than happy. Yeah, you should be as well. It was a fantastic performance. Final one here then. How important was that win and how important is it to start going on a run? No, you know, we spoke about it throughout the week, you know, the boys know that, listen, 
if we're going to have any chance of obviously competing in the top two or getting in the playoffs, we need to go on a good run, you know. And that starts obviously today. Obviously, I thought the boys done that today well. And now it's important to obviously rest up and train hard for the week. And obviously, Gillian's going to be a tough game again, going to be a physical game. So I think we've got to be ready for that, you know. But listen, winning breeds momentum. And if we continue doing that, then I'm sure we can go on a good run. We're good enough players to do so. That's all it is. We just need to go on the run and believe in ourselves. Washington and Stockley combined. It's back with Washington. Can he get the ball in the box? He can to Stockley. No, just beyond him. Finds Miller though. Will he take the shot? He does. And it's the goal. John take the lead. 17 and a half minutes gone and a fully deserved one of that. Yeah, totally agree, Tell. This time they make MK Dons pay. John pressed really, really well in his opening 17 minutes. We spoke about the opportunities they should have created and nearly had one through Darren Prattley just a minute ago. This time the ball on the right side. Lovely ball in from Washington. And again, an overload on left-hand side. Stockley could have got it. Instead, he leaves it for Liam Miller. And that's a lovely finish from the Liverpool loaning. Charlton Live. Right, welcome back to the final part of this week's uh, Charlton Live. Just heard from... Uh, Deji Oshilaji there who's really sort of nailed down a place inside the squad uh, well done to him playing on with a bandage on his head as well yesterday in the yeah, Terry Butcher uh, Paul Lint sort of mould uh, so yeah he looked good yesterday and got his goal um, let's have a look at a few more tweets that came in uh, just before the end of the show as well thanks to all of you who've tweeted us uh, at Charlton Live uh, throughout the week uh, first one uh, comes in from Michael, says a solid performance reminiscent of our good run earlier this season. Uh, we should have had more, but the team was solid in defence, so we can't really remember Amos uh, making any desperate saves. Yeah, I mean, that, that's what we're saying, Ben. Like In terms of actual good chances, I think there was one that Humphreys had at some point in the second half that Amos maybe sort of half spilled before grabbing. But that, that, that was probably the most pleasing thing for me, is that we actually looked organised and didn't allow teams to get shots off. Now, we have seen that at Bristol Rovers and Milton Keynes, to to an extent, you know, not conceded anywhere near as many chances um, in those games. So, it's, what, what, what do you think changed yesterday? What do you think was different from our performance to Portsmouth or to Accrington or you know Burton away? That 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 sort of chaotic game. I'd say organisation, but also pressing the teams. Of course, we've we've played them already once this season, so. I guess that came into it a little bit as well. We knew what they would do, try and get the ball to bar a lot of the time and him to run our defence. And But you look at their goals they scored against us at the Valley. I remember Kerb saying at the time, two of them were screamers, weren't they? Barr scored that one off the crossbar. Humphrey scored that free kick, which was unstoppable. So that helped as well. But look, if they are going to score goals... Let them have screamers, do you know what I mean? Keep them outside the box, press them high. That pressing game that we've started to do in the last few weeks, that has done us uh, a great deal of work. Like Just pressing the team high. Because when we went to Burton, Burton did that to us. They just pressed us so we couldn't play them. And because we didn't have the likes of Miller or Stockley playing to hold up the ball or take the ball away, we 
kept misplacing passes and, and broke down our play. Instead now, we're doing that to teams. We're pressing them high, or you've got Miller running back, you've got Prattley, Shinny, everyone's running back, getting the ball, we're regrouping and going again. That's happening more, which I think really helps our game. Because once we do regroup, our passing is better. Against Portsmouth, as we've said, there were a couple mistakes. One of their goals was brilliant. Took the cross in to make it 1-0. Good finish. So if we're going to restrict teams to make to score a good goal, and you go, uh, OK, not sure much we could have done about that. The last two goals we conceded against Portsmouth, in, in my eyes, were, were bad mistakes from us. And... And we saw, and we get punished because Portsmouth are up there. But if we restrict teams to go, look, if you're going to score a weldy, you're going to score a weldy. But we'll go and score that down the other end. But if we can hold teams out by pressing high, everyone learn their position and organisation. And as as we said earlier, that will come with keeping that regular eleven in. And now we haven't got uh, get ready for your drinking game. Your Saturday, Tuesday, your Saturday, Tuesday. That will come now because we can give players the rest that they need and we can get things going on the training ground where we can work on getting more goals going forward because we've got that talent there. Yeah, certainly there's talent all over the shop at the moment. Right, uh, Jimmy Seed says, best performance uh, for some time, but Rochdale were pretty poor. Uh, DJ made the best of his 15-minute debut. What a player he could be uh, for the Addicts. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, the Rational Fan says, wonderful uh, win to rebound from the disappointment against Portsmouth. Uh, just what the entire club needed. Here's to the start of a positive run. Now, I think we knew this was coming. I did put on Twitter, what did uh, everyone make of the, uh, the fine 2-0 win? Uh, over uh, over Rochdale and Tom Wallin said that we missed Johnny Williams. Did you do, do you think we uh, there was a Johnny Williams shaped hole in the side yesterday, Mark, or is Tom just is he just pining a bit for his uh, little baldy locks? Um, I don't know. Well, he's going to be a happy man today because um, Wales won their um, egg chasing game, and uh, he actually probably won't be too happy because Liverpool are losing. Um, I don't know. I I, I was not surprised. Um, when he went, uh, was I sad? Probably not as sad as Tom. Um, did we miss him? I, I, you know, in all honesty, I don't think we did. I don't think, have we replaced him with sort of a younger, more exciting model? Possibly. Um, we'd have to see over time. Look, I've, I've, I, I liked Williams, I think, for how he was with us and a club and what he, what he sort of like took on when he was here. So I think he will be a miss around the place. Will did we miss him on the pitch? I'm going to be harsh and say no, we didn't. Yeah, it's probably true though. Unfortunately for Tom, cover your ears, Tom. Uh, sorry, sorry, you had to hear that. Um, uh, right, uh, Charlton Excel uh, said yesterday was a professional performance. We kept it simple, round pegs in round holes. Everyone seemed to understand their role. More of that, please. The playoffs are a realistic, if fragile target lauren says uh, stockley and anike have got to be the front two from now on uh, they were unmanageable for rochdale and got many more involved in opportunities uh from those stockley knockdowns need them working towards one dropping and one not though uh, those two but uh miller and dj wow yeah certainly uh, lots of potential there for that partnership i mean it's, i don't know ben how important it would be to try and try and get those two playing together if you think about the fact that we are playing Saturday, Saturday, Saturday now for a few weeks. You'd think they'd be able to put a run together? You'd like to see that, especially at home when we're playing against a, a smaller team like those small minnows, Gillingham. 
we could really cause hell down those wings, couldn't we? Both of them. But then I guess you'd have to have a Prattley and maybe a Shinny or a Jake in the middle and not go too much in the middle. But wow, they definitely cause problems. And having Chucks and Jaden on in the middle there to get on these crosses there getting in would, would be great. And as I, as I say, Miller, I think, has been such a good signing. He's caused such a lot of problems for teams. And he's only going to get better. I mean, he missed a chance yesterday where... He was one-on-one -on -one with the keeper and just fluffed his lines. But that's only going to get better if we keep playing these players uh, week in, week out. But definitely at home, I don't see anything wrong with going for, going for these uh, two wingers on either side. Lovely stuff. Right, uh, Paul says a brilliant away performance with everyone putting in an amazing shift. Big shout-out to Deji, who was a rock at the back. The addition of Mystic Tell to the commentary, who announces goals before the striker even has the ball, uh, is a new twist. <laughs> right, uh, Robert Crouch uh, says, really strong away performance. Jaden and Chucks led the line well and brought others into it. Hopefully the start of a winning streak if we want any chance of the top six, uh, we certainly do a penalty or two after these two diabolical decisions first half. Great show, chaps. Yeah, that's from Robert. Cheers, Rob. Uh, and Dave Boy finally says, I mean, what's not to love? Three points and a performance. We are in dreamland. And I think that's a good way to end the show. Yeah, certainly a happy week uh, for the addicts. So uh, no midweek game this uh, this week. So uh, when we come back on Thursday, it'll purely be to focus on next Saturday's home game uh, with Gillingham. So make sure you join us then. Thanks to those, those of you who have listened to the end of this show uh, and sent in your tweets and your emails as well. Thanks to Mark and Ben for joining me on this week's Charlton Live. Yeah, you're welcome, my friend. Cheers, guys. Cheers uh, to both of you. Thanks for joining me. I've been Louis Mendes, and thanks for listening, and we shall see you again on Thursday. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.